Good afternoon, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to this week's Impact Wrestling Media Teleconference. This is Ross Foreman. And before we get going with uh, Josh Matthews is here with us this week, uh, I do want to let you know that uh, this uh, Impact uh, Wrestling Media Teleconference live stream is presented by Pluto TV. Watch over 100 channels of movies, news, sports, and more completely free on any stream device. Download the app today. Pluto TV is free. TV. With that one, let's welcome Josh Matthews to the uh, teleconference and uh, hear what the latest and greatest from uh, Mr. Matthews is. Josh, how you doing? Ross, you did so good with that read. Well, thank you. It, uh, that was written for you, obviously, right? No, that's off the top of my head. That's called Pamela. <laughs> I don't believe I'll it. teach you how to do it up in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, in any event, uh, I hope everyone is uh, enjoying this uh, lovely Thursday on July 12th as we get ready for an all-new Impact, uh, the penultimate Impact before Slammiversary. Ross, I mean, second-to-last Impact before we get to Slammiversary on uh, July 22nd in Toronto. Uh, I'm in a good mood today because... Uh, you're welcome. Uh, I'm in a good mood today because uh, D'Angelo Williams returns to Impact tonight. Uh, for the first time in over a year, uh, that news uh, broke courtesy of TMZ Sports last week and uh, has continued to trend, and uh, Yahoo picked it up uh, this morning, and uh, it's been all over the place. So uh, it's great to see the news of D'Angelo Williams uh, all over the place as he gets ready to kind of let us know what Moose has been up to in the training of Moose as he gets ready for Austin Aries on uh, July 22nd in the main event of anniversary. Uh, there are not VIP packages still available for Slammiversary. Those have uh, sold out. Uh, they're gone. Uh, we appreciate everyone who purchased a VIP package for Slammiversary. Um, but because of the front row being gone, we can no longer offer uh, the VIP packages for Slammiversary and the TVs. But combo packages are still available for Monday and Tuesday. You can get those at shopimpact.com right now, and you can still join us for Slammiversary um, on Sunday the 22nd with general admission tickets, the only thing left for Slammiversary. Um, and keep in mind, guys, that uh, and, and people uh, and media on the line, if you guys can mention when you uh, report about this, that the general admission for Slammiversary is first come, first serve. So uh, you want to get there as early as you can, get in line as early as you can, so that you get the best spot for those general admission uh, seats for Slammy Nursery on the 22nd. Um, I mentioned the VIPs are gone. I won't um, bother you guys with the events that we have planned, but you will see those on ImpactWrestling.com and our socials. Those are going to be a lot of fun when we get up there to Toronto. We always try to be as fan-friendly and uh, do as many unique and different things as possible, uh, such as Impact Bingo or uh, the screening of Boone the Bounty Hunter with a very excited Johnny Impact. He's thrilled uh, about doing that, and there'll be some of the news coming out uh, in the next couple of days about Johnny and Toronto, so uh, you guys can enjoy that. Uh, with that said, anniversary, of course, uh, the 22nd, 10 nights until we get there, Impact tonight, uh, a main event unlike no other. If you saw Rich Swan versus Phoenix last week, then I know you can't wait to see the six-man tag team match of Swan teaming over Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix to take on Sammy Callahan and OBE. Uh, this, of course, is uh, sets us up on the doorstep between 
family and Pentagon, and Sammy will be on the line here in just a little while to talk about mask versus hair at the anniversary and the importance of that match and his hair to Sammy. Uh, Allie returns to singles competition tonight. You'll see her. Austin Aries uh, has something to say tonight on Impact. I mentioned D'Angelo Williams, uh, and then I will begin with King and Homicide and Hernandez. They are now known as the OGs. Uh, that news broke this past Monday on uh, Analyze This, our newest Twitch show. You guys can catch it every Monday at noon Eastern time. And uh, King and the OGs will kick off Impact. And uh, Madison Rain will have her anniversary dissertation. So she will discuss uh, her career, where she's been, what she's been up to, and her quest to become a six-time Knockouts champion uh, live on pay-per-view in Toronto at the Rebel Entertainment Complex. So uh, with that said, Ross, uh, would you like me to answer some questions at this time? That would be great. I think uh, Impact tonight could be one of the best shows we've had. Do you agree on that, John? Uh, if it lives up, if, if it cannot do last week, then that's saying an awful lot. I think last week's show was one of, if not the best shows that uh, we have produced in quite some time. And judging by uh, everything I've seen online and reactions from fans online, uh, folks were just buzzing about last week. How did you not love it? You got Sammy dressed up like Pentagon. You had that amazing matchup. It was just a show that. Uh, very proud to be a part of last week, and I think the fan reaction and the reaction online has uh, has lived up to the hype that we put in on that show. All right, well, we'll open up at this time for questions for Josh, only Josh at this point. we got a question, star six, to get in queue. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. Hey, what's up, players? Teddy Long. Hey, for all your pro wrestling news, all you've got to do is go to Gurig.net. That's right. For all your pro wrestling news, go to Gurig.net. And they have been number one since 1997. Now, that's a long time, players. That means it's a lot of credibility. Holla. Hey, Josh. Sean Ross Staff of Fightful.com. You mentioned uh, D'Angelo Williams coming back. Originally, it didn't look like he was going to. It was kind of one and done. What kind of preparation do you think he's put in, or do you know that he's put in ahead of this, considering that, that maybe a year ago he didn't think that he would be back in wrestling? After such an impressive debut at that. Yeah, he had a great match last year at anniversary, without question. Um, he and I have an unsettled bet as to who actually had the better match. Uh, at Slammiversary. Unfortunately, we didn't name a judge for, for who was going to determine that. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, he's kept in shape. Um, he, obviously, a former NFL running back, and he's going to stay in shape, and he's going to do the best that he can to to look and feel his best. Um, so I'm very interested to see what he has to say tonight. I know, I know he's been training with Moose, and, um, you know, D'Angelo, he's never one too shy away from, from speaking uh, or, or speaking his mind, so it's great to see him back tonight and uh, with a live microphone in front of him. Uh, you never know what he's going to say. Thank you, Josh. Well, hi, Josh. This is Shirin from SportsKira, and uh, I would like to know your opinion on what the chances of most winning the World Championship are. Well, I have to call this match on the 22nd, so I'm not going to make a prediction or anything like that. And, 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 and the easy answer, uh, the cop-out answer would be to say that he has a 50% chance of winning um, against Austin Aries. But 
when you break it down and you really look at it and as well as we get closer, I think Moose has a great chance of, of winning. Um, you know, Moose has never been in this situation before. He's wanted to be in this situation his entire life. He, he's looking forward to this. Uh, he's got everything planned from his entrance to his gear to his jacket. Um, so, so he'll be more than ready. Um, but when the bell rings, he better be ready for Austin Aries because Aries knows what it's like to compete in the main event. He knows what it's like to be world champion. He knows what it's like to compete on a stage like this. So Moose just has to take it all in. Uh, I know that Moose is heading to Toronto early, which is smart. He gets to get up there. He gets to sort of get himself uh, situated. He gets to go check out the Rebel Entertainment Complex and sort of get a feel for everything and, and be in Toronto and be ready for anything that Aries has to bring uh, in the main event at Toronto this year. Hey, Josh, this is Jeff from AsthmaPodcast.com and Asthma Podcast. Uh, my question to you is, uh, you guys talked about how Night Wrestling last week's show was great and this show upcoming may be one of the very best. Uh, talk about the production value that you guys are, are using as far as, like, for example, even entrances, something that, you know, the fans can connect with. How important is the production value now of Impact Wrestling improving so that the fans can, you know, really connect with the, with the wrestlers and the, uh, and just everything else? in that aspect yeah it's a great question and, and it all goes back to conversations that we have um you, you know how can you display pentagon he's such a special guy how do you make him as special as he is through his lighting and through his entrance and and through all those things that maybe uh weren't sort of as important or weren't um as analyzed as they are today um you know our post-production team is amazing um, and, and to single anyone out and to say someone's name would be unfair to, to the rest of the guys that, that do all that, but there's so much thought that goes into video walls, and there's so much thought that goes into music and lighting and all these different things, and, and those guys down there in Nashville, and, and you know, they'll send stuff to, to Sanjay or I, and, and we'll look at it, and I'm, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, you know, that's the stuff that gets us excited, right? That we get to see, you know, hey, check this out, um, you, you know, the, the image that the Sammy versus Pentagon mask uh, poster that, that Sammy released yesterday. Uh, when I saw that for the first time, I was like, oh, my God, this is just incredible. And that sort of has translated to, you know, everything meaning something. Graphics tell a story. Um, so our matchup graphics have changed. Each graphic is, is different. And if you look at it, you can see that that graphic tells a story. Um, entrances tell stories. All these different things that, that are being looked at now more under a microscope than they were in the past feels good and feels different and you know music entrance all that stuff plays into who these characters are and we get to tell those stories um so so it's really um grown and i think it'll continue to grow and evolve thanks josh you got time for one more question as many as you want ross Hi, Josh. This is Ian Carey from SE Scoops. I'm wondering if you have any comments on the live crowd in Windsor and their contribution to the atmosphere of the shows. Great question, uh, as well as the last one. Um, I think that the fans in Windsor were amazing. Uh, you know, we had sold-out shows, 700 people in there, and, and their energy speaks volumes um, not to disregard or downplay our fans in Orlando, um, you know, but they get to see so much and they've seen so much and it's great to take the show out of the impact zone in Orlando and bring it to other places and now you have an audience that has 
not had a chance to see Impact before live, and they get to see it for the first time, and their energy translates to, you know, the energy of the athletes. And, you know, um, I, I was out there in front of that crowd, and to, to feel them is so much different. And, you know, the same thing goes for, for my wife when she came back after some things in Windsor. She said, man, that crowd is so good. And these things would have maybe died a slow death in Orlando. Instead, they're, they're being... Um, uh, received the way they should be received, and, and it's just great to, to be able to bring the show to a different place. Yeah. Well, Josh, I appreciate your time, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Uh, yeah, I think we have uh, a couple of these next week, right, Ross? We are going, uh, it's a, a little heads up for the media, we're going double teleconferences next week. We'll kick it off Tuesday with. Johnny Impact. We're going to come back Wednesday with the world champion. Austin Aries, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, teleconferences. Josh even wants a Thursday one, and we're trying to uh, finalize that. Have not done that one yet, but definitely next Tuesday, Johnny, next Wednesday, Austin, both of them are at 2 o'clock Eastern time. Josh, thanks again. Ross, thank you. Uh, enjoy Impact, everyone, tonight, and I'm sure that uh, Sam and Callahan will have some very interesting things to say this afternoon. All righty. With that, let's welcome Sam and Callahan. Big match coming up at Slammiversary, putting it all on the line, the hair against Pentagon Jr. and his luchador mask. Sammy, welcome to the teleconference. Ross, you're just telling people things they already know. People already know that we're doing hair versus mask, at Slammiversary. I think it's a big load of garbage that I have to take time out of my busy day to come do these teleconferences. For a company that hates me and wants to get mad at me for everything I do, they sure as hell put me on these teleconferences all the time because they know this is the only way to get fans to actually listen to them. So, you're the draw. Let's do this, Ross. Come on. I got things to do. Let's do this. All righty. Well, let me just ask you your thoughts going into the Slammiversary match. Anniversary match, I'm going to take Pentagon's mask once and for all. See, a lot of people outside of Impact's world, they don't realize that me, Pentagon, Phoenix, Dave, and Jake, we've been doing this for years all over the world, and now we get a chance to do it on national television, on live pay-per-view, and there's nothing that's going to stop me from taking his mask once and for all. I'm sick of every company I go to. It seems I have to be in a few. I have to be shadowed by Pentagon Jr. He rides my coattails wherever I go, and I'm done with this. See, he may have to rest the wrestling world forward that he's some undead Mexican zombie, but I know his secret. He is just a really good professional wrestler that wears a mask. And I'm going to take that mask from him, and he's not going to be special anymore. All righty. Well, with that said, we'll open up some media questions for Sammy. He certainly sounds uh, opinionated, and uh, I'm sure he'll give us... I'm always, I'm always opinionated because this is me in real life. A lot of people in the wrestling world, Impact Wrestling, they play characters. They're not the real-life character in real life. I am my real-life character wrestling in real life anywhere I go. I've lost the blurred lines of what's real and what's fantasy at this point. I am my character, and that's what makes me different than everyone else on the Impact Rock. And Sammy, I can say that's why we want you as often as we do on this teleconference. What, what, let's see what I get yelled at after this teleconference for saying a curse word or saying something the company doesn't want me to say. So if people don't want to tell people about that, 
Hi, Sammy. This is Stephanie from Deutsche Magazine in UK. How are you? Fantastic. Nice to talk to you again. Um, I have a quality question. What? Sorry. Hello. Um, I have a quirky question to ask you, because when you take the mask of a lucha girl, we say that you take his soul, and you took the, the mask, um, it was the, uh, in Los Angeles event, and I wanted to ask you, what is soul, because you took his mask, do you see the soul of Tensadon, and what is it like? Small Pentagon Jr., like I said, he's just a really good professional wrestler that wears a mask. He may have everyone else school that he's something special, but to me, he's just a really good Mexican luchador that wears a mask. There's nothing about Pentagon that frightens me. He wants to talk about zero fear. Well, I have zero fear. I've looked him in his eyes, and I can tell him he's afraid of me. He doesn't know how to take me. He knows that every time we step in the ring, it might be his last match because I might end him, and that truly frightens the man with zero fear. Hi, this is Ian Carey from SE Scoops, and Sammy, I'm calling from Toronto, where in 10 days you will meet Pentagon in a mask versus hair match, and I'm wondering if you have a response to fans who feel that should you lose that slammiversary, you simply don't have the mental stability needed to handle having your head shaved without further spiraling into madness. Well, I'm not going to have my head shaved. That's the point. I'm going to beat Pentagon, I'm going to take his mask. And then I'm going to parade around all around the world wearing it. Maybe I'll become Pentagon Jr. I don't know if you saw television a couple weeks ago. I wore his entire outfit. I'm pretty sure I'd make a better Pentagon Jr. at this point than he does. Is that your plan with, uh, when you take his mask to become the new Pentagon? I don't always just make plans. I do things spontaneous. That's the thing with me. I do what I want when I want. I might feel like being Pentagon Jr. one day, and I might feel like being Mark Bell the next. I don't really oh. care because I'll do whatever I want any time at any given moment. Okay. Hi, right, Sammy. This is Nick Hausman from WrestleZone. Thank you for taking the time. Shoot. What do you got, man? All right. Well, uh, we are about to release this interview with uh, Austin Aries, and in the interview, I asked him about your match, and he said that he didn't think that the stakes were were even. He thought that you losing your hair wouldn't be on the same level as if Pentagon lost his mask. I mean, do you think that the stakes here are level between the two of you? I think it's absolutely level because, like Pentagon's mask, my hair actually means something to me. That head of hair has been with me across my entire career. It's had blood, it's had sweat, it's had tears, it's had lost jobs, it's had jobs that I quit. Everything about me streams through that hair because that's truly who I am. My hair actually means something to me. People might say it's not equal playing field, but it really doesn't matter what the other people say. It matters what I say. I say my hair actually means something. It actually means something. Thank you very much, Sammy. Hi, Sammy. It's Adam from the Impact Lounge in the UK for VT Wrestling. Uh, obviously, you're the most hated man in wrestling at the moment, and rightly so. Fantastic work. But 
who do you hate yourself in wrestling and, and who do you think is the number two you'd like to beat up? Ask the question one more time. You're breaking up. You've got a terrible cell phone service. Sorry, Dan. Yeah, I was just saying you're obviously seen as the number one bad guy in wrestling and everyone hates. Who do you think is the number two that you would like to uh, get in the ring with and lock him down a peg or two? As of right now, I'd really like to get in the ring with Tommaso Ciampa. People want to compare me and him all the time. And here's the thing. I've done battle with guys like him before. I sit him out of companies. I sit him back. Anyone around the world thinks they're on my level. They're not. There's not one person that can be compared to me right now in the wrestling world. And that's why I am who I am. That's one simple phrase. The draw. Thanks, Sam. So we're going to go to a question from the Average Marks podcast. They asked, uh, you were trained uh, by NWA and Smoky Mountain uh, Hall of Famer Les Thatcher. What was the most important thing that Les taught you about the business that you still practice today? He told me to quit being a fat piece of shit. Maybe I'm not something to wrestle. Me and that old man have a lot of issues, but one thing that he put in my mind is the killer instinct to not let people push you around because I would be damned if another old man or old timer pushes me around the way that Les did. I wish I could see Les Thatcher around today's day and age because I'd knock him up to the head of his baseball bat, not a little sentence to him. For all of your pro wrestling news, check out goek.net, your number one source for wrestling news since 1997. Hey, Sammy, this is Aaron Barbel from Wrestling Inc. Um, you are presently on uh, MLW, Lucha Underground, and Impact, all at the same time, the same week, which is incredibly impressive. Is there a difference when preparing to work for either of these promotions when it comes to preparing your character? No, because I'm me wherever I go. At the end of the day, I'm a draw. It doesn't matter what company I work for. Lucha Underground, MLW, Impact Wrestling, doesn't matter where I go, I'm the top guy, and there's a reason for that. I'm making history right now. I'm one of the first people, if not the first person, to work for three national television programs at the same time. I'm on TV every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Who else in professional wrestling history could ever say that? I think you're right. Thank you so much. So we're going to go to a question from J-Bone, who wants to know, uh, if you beat Pentagon, do you have your sights on the world title afterward? 100%. I do things for a reason. I want people to hear my best message. I want people to have to hear me talk because I know it really gets under the skin. And the one reason I want the Impact World Championship more than anything is that because it gives me that platform that people will have to listen. I'm starting a revolution. I'm changing wrestling from the inside out. So it doesn't really matter at this point. I'm coming for the Impact World Championship eventually, and I'm going to say right now, within the very near future, I will be Impact World Heavyweight Champion. Hey, Sammy, this is Jeff from Highspot Podcast and HighspotPodcast.com. Uh, looking ahead, we already know what you have in store for Pentagon, but uh, you've been very instrumental in basically getting Impact Wrestling on the Jared Cruz. Any thoughts? Uh, not trying to look ahead, but any thoughts on your match with Marty Skrull? I'm a history maker. For the first time ever, an official match between Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor is going to happen. And y'all can thank me for that. I love the fact that everyone thinks Impact Management, but I'm the one that put out the message. And I'm the one that called out Jericho and all those Ring of Honor clowns. 
So coming up on the Ring of Honor cruise, I'm going to do the exact same thing that I always do. I'm going to end Marty's scroll, and I'm going to punk out each and every one of those Ring of Honor clowns and prove exactly why I am the, 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 the pinnacle of professional wrestling right now. Hey, Sammy, I know you and I have uh, butted heads, but I do actually have a special treat for you right now. Oh, what is it? Is it you half dead in my trunk at the end of the night? Uh, pretty close, but uh, why don't you say hello to a special guest who's joining us on the call today. Hello, Sammy Callahan. Oh, it's my boy Dave. I know that voice anywhere. Oh, it's Jake, you son of a bitch. Oh, damn it. You're my best friend. It's okay. You have the same voice. I can make mistakes like that. I call you both the wrong fucking name all the time. Oh, there, I dropped the first F-bomb of the conversation. We'll see how much I can yell at for that later. Uh, my, uh, that's probably my fault. That, that's Thank you. We get together and we, we just create controversy. Isn't that correct? We're family. We do everything together. It's, it's, it's all about us. We're all for one, one for all. Oh, speaking of uh, our good friendship, when I get home tomorrow, let's go golfing because I really don't care and think about wrestling every day of the week because I'm not one of these freaking trolls on the internet that can't get a license without to do something in the sun. So let's make the arrangement right now. Set up our tea time for tomorrow when we go golf. Well, uh, what time do you want to go? Let's go like 5 p.m. Here's the thing. I could have to any company I wanted to 
six months ago. But you know the company I picked just for? I went to Impact Wrestling so I could be on television with David J. Chris because I mean, whoever put it on television first got to save their company and now look at Impact Wrestling. And, and, and to be completely honest, like with Sammy joining us, it completely saved our career at Impact Wrestling. Like if you really, if you really look at it, like with Sammy joining us, it made us something bigger and more special than what anyone ever thought that we could be. Yeah, yeah because it was definitely you guys had a lot of Good, good job, Ross. Good job. I just thought I'd ask if we could. Uh, Take some media questions, Jake. You're, you're welcome to stick around, of course, and uh, maybe maybe. Oh, the I, I, can, I can just I can just hands up. I'm hanging out. I can stick around. Should I stick around or should I hang up? I mean, no, you're you're on. You make the you make the call, best friend. You hang up, I'm hanging out. Because we do that. I don't know. We'll hang up and I'll go right back to call you. We keep putting each other over. So what's the media call with me and Jake? Okay, All right, let's, let's, let's go to some calls for uh, Sammy and Jake. Uh, hi, Sammy. This is Shivan from Sportskia. And uh, I would like to ask you, is uh, your rivalry with Eddie Edwards over now that Pentagon Jr. is in the picture? Oh, who is it? I, I think that rivalry is over because I won. It's not always about who gets a free count. It's always, not always about who gets a submission, a count-out, a disqualification. I did exactly what I wanted to do to Eddie Edwards when I ruined his life. That's different between cars and just other wrestlers. They might go out there and try to hurt someone, beat them in a match. I'm going to try to ruin their life. I'm going to try to ruin their career. And look what happened to Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards is just fast enough worse than me now. So who's the winner? Who's the loser? I got away. Eddie Edwards is off doing his own thing with Tommy Dreamer now. Now I'm on to bigger and better things because the best thing that ever happened to Eddie Edwards' career was me hitting him in the face with a baseball bat. I've said that time and time again to anyone that will listen to me. Like, the best thing that ever happened to Eddie Edwards was the baseball bat to the eyeball. He should be thanking you. His, his wife and his kids, I don't know if he has kids, whatever he has, they should be thanking you. Oh, he can't really get thanked by his wife and kids anymore because they left him with his freaking freaking life. Ooh, because that's kind of what happens when you mess around with the hard click, ain't that right? Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Hey, Sammy, hey, Jake, it's John Cargan from the Wrestling Estate. I just want to ask, you know, how did you guys become friends? How did you guys meet up? Is your name, did you say your name is George Carlin, famous comedian? No, John Clark. Oh, George, I just want to say I am a huge fan of yours. I can't believe you're making this call from beyond the grave, Greg. It really means a lot to me and Jake because John Carlin is a big inspiration of his life. We met each other years upon years upon years upon years upon years ago, and we've been inseparable ever since. Me and Jake just kind of locked eyes, and you know what? It was love at first sight. It absolutely was. Like, I looked I look deep down into those beautiful eyes of Sammy Callahan, and I just fell in love, and I was like, you know what? Me and him are destined for great things. And look at us today. That was, what, 15 years ago? It was a while ago, man, and here's the thing. Like, and I ain't nagging on Dave. Dave's our brother. I love Dave more than I love 99% of the world, but if it came down to a match, I'm here at Jake every day of the week. 
you know, uh, Sam and I, we're, we're inseparable when it comes to anything we do. Not only are, are we on the same paragraph, not only are we on the same sentence, but we're on the same period. Like, that's, that, that's how great Sam and I work together. I mean, just, just look at the footage. I'm not lying. Hi guys, this is Nick Hausman from WrestleZone again. Uh, I've, had, I've, I've spoken to you both uh, outside of these calls, and you both have brought up the love of golf, and it came up again. I was just wondering, have you guys ever thought about some kind of golf-related hardcore match? Do you feel like that's something that would be fun for you guys in your world? I'm not going to say me and Jake haven't beaten people up in golf clubs before, because that's probably happened. I may not remember it, but... At this point, baseball, back golf, club, it doesn't really matter. Jake, what do you got on this? Like, like my thing is, is like, what do you mean by a hardcore? Go, like, are, are we playing golf and we're like, and, and in the middle of the swing, is someone you know giving somebody a spear or giving somebody a super kick in the middle of the a back shot? Like, like, what do you mean by hardcore golf like tournament? Like, like, right, right. Well, that's that, what's I your thoughts behind this. I, I wanted to leave it really open-ended. I know you guys are, are real creative guys, so I thought the idea of like some kind of, you know, maybe you could use the rules of golf and infuse it in the match somehow, or maybe even just use the, the course as the arena for combat. I don't really, I don't want to tell you how to do it. I kind of like, like the idea of uh, bringing out a golf course and like kind of like a demolition derby when it comes to golf. Like you can use your golf clubs, you can use your your cleats, you can use you, the, the golf carts. Like, can you imagine, like, somebody swinging for their drive and somebody just... I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. That sounds like a lot just, of fun. That sounds just off the head somebody. with some, some golf shoes. Yeah, like, that, that sounds cool. like a good Thursday night to me. Yeah, so, like, so, like, picture, like, somebody, you know, like, Eddie Edwards going off the tee off. It's like, we come and just smash it with the golf cart, the golf cart in the middle of the swing. Like, that would be pretty... Fun to do. That's we, we technically cripple him by hitting him with a golf cart and continuously run him over and over and over again. Then we go enjoy 18 holes on the links. We, we have some fun after that. Yeah, then you and I, we have a few beers and we shoot 18 holes. It'll be great. All right. That's well, not, that's not a bad idea. Maybe, maybe we should put our heads together and actually think of uh, something kind of cool like that. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to ask, I wanted to try to infuse the two things you guys seem to love most, which is golf and, you know, hardcore wrestling. So I just wanted to tee that up for you guys. So thank you. I'm actually going to take that as disrespect. You're just saying we're just a bunch of hardcore wrestlers? No, we're not We're the best hybrid wrestlers in the world. Technical wrestling, we can do that. Strong style wrestling, we can do that. Hardcore wrestling, we do that. Lucha Libre, we do that. We excel at each and every platform. So for you to say that, oh, you guys just love hardcore wrestling, that's when you're like, get out of here. You know what? Hit the Prince, Bozo. You're done with this call. Hit the Prince, Bozo. When, when it comes to that, it, it, really, it really pisses me off too, Sam, because it's like, we worked so long for so hard to create our own little styles. Kind of like we're like the Bruce Lee's of, of professional wrestling. We can do it all. Like we like we pretty much created our own style of professional wrestling. 
You want one of those Uber bikes? Uber bike? Bruce Lee's book way better. I mean, let's go down. Oh, right, yeah, totally way better. What makes it better is, you know, come on now. But the fact is, is like, he took he took all those martial arts that he's learned and he he forked it into his own and that's exactly what OBE is doing and and all three of us can do it like there's a hardcore match that needs to be done like one of us will jump in technical match one of us will jump in hardcore hard hitting fast pace lucha libre high fun whatever you need us to do one of the three or all of the three can do it. I guess a perfect segue would be to our uh, question we just got over from Alex T. He would like to know, how do you guys dress on the golf course, and do any of you wear knickers? I came out on the golf course a couple weeks ago for wanting to go off in sandals and a sleeveless t-shirt. Screw me for wanting to be comfortable on the way. I have a hell of a swinging sandals. They don't know. Why do I have a big deal that I want to wear sandals on a golf course? I think you swing better with your sandals on. If, 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 if like looking back at it, bro, you can hear trying to mention you game game a utility club, and I'll play a whole game of game of golf with a utility club and a putter. I don't even care. I have seen it. I have seen it firsthand. The two clubs Sammy Callahan uses is the four utility club and the putter. That's it. The putter. That's it. The putter and utility club. And guess what? He's pretty goddamn good with it. You smash the ball with the utility club, don't you, bud? I ain't better with the utility club than I do with your damn drivers. Hey, my drivers are all right there, bud. Got that Nike Sasquatch driver. It's pretty I'm good to get stuff. in a fight with you again. Your drivers are not awesome, and the utility club is the The driver is awesome to me because I know how to use it. The driver's not good. Oh, you're saying I don't know how to use a driver now? Same, same. Tomorrow we'll, we'll get on the golf course and I'll show you, I'll show you how it's done. Let's not, let's not do this in front of everyone. It's okay. We'll kiss and make up later. It's going to be amazing. That's what we do. I'm going to have a great Friday tomorrow. Uh, me too, because you're going to be home, we're going to play plans of golf. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, Ryan Bowman from thegrillposition.com. Uh, OBE is known as sort of masters of psychology, both in the ring, in interviews, in social media. Do you guys think you play better mind games with your opponents or with the fans? Both. They're both just as easy to work at the end of the day. The boys are just as big of marks as the fans at this point. Now, I know that word is really passe. People don't like when it's, no, that's what these fans are. They're marks. Trying to tell us how to do our job. We're the ones out there in the grind. We're out there in the trenches. We can play mind games with the boys in the back. We can play mind games with the fans. We can play mind games with the people up top at this point because there's nothing anyone can really do to stop us because we have this company in our back pocket at this point because they have to put us on television because they know we equal rate. I mean, what else can be said? I mean, you said it all right there. Hey, guys, this is Aaron Barbell again from Wrestling Inc. Um, you mentioned this previously, and obviously in your matches you bring violence to a new level every time you're out there, and you address it. You're more hybrid uh, wrestlers, um, and you include everything, including hardcore wrestling. Uh, do you feel that the negative perception of uh, hardcore has 
at all been like a reason why you have to try so much harder? Well, you answer this one, Jake. Get it in. So, your your question one more time, like it, it, it's kind of like so, like what at the at the uh, end of the day, like what's what's the question, like? It was uh, due to the negative perception of some that some people have a stigma of hardcore wrestling. Does that drive you to to, to cause you to work harder? No, no, no. Like I, it doesn't matter what kind of a match it is. Like I, I put a hundred percent, just like Dave and Sammy do, in every single match. It doesn't matter if it's a singles match. It doesn't matter if it's tag, trios, hardcore, ladder match, whatever they may put us in. Fifty-one, fifty street fights. No road bar wire, whatever you need, whatever you want us to do, we'll do. But like as far as like the stigma of hardcore wrestling, like I, I don't really see any type of uh, like I, I know there's always bad stigma with uh, uh, hardcore wrestling, but like I feel every wrestling fan and every person in life just has their certain type of type of key, uh, type of team that they like, and like if it's hardcore wrestling, it is it's whatever it may be. But like I don't I don't pay attention to the internet, and I don't I don't get on and like look at other things. So I don't really see. Yeah, because we actually have lives outside of just the internet. We actually go out and we do things. We do all like, I don't, I'm not just looking at my social media account every five minutes. Like I don't I don't pay attention to it. like okay, so like the number one question that I always get, Hey Jake Chris, what is your dream match? Who do you want to wrestle? Like it, it's always the same, like I I don't sit around and thinking about which men or women I want to wrestle, like I don't care who's in front of me, like it, it it can be anyone. Like I just I don't I don't think that way. I, I look forward to the next match, look forward to the next performance, to do to do the best that I can and to kill it and represent Ohio. That's exactly what we do. Hey guys, my phone for Boston.com. How are you doing today? I mean I'm fantastic now that Jake's on the call. I am feeling amazing because I'm talking to my best friend on the phone. And you guys just so happen to be listening. No, no, I was talking to Sammy, not you. I only have one best friend, Sammy Callahan. I'm sorry, I didn't know you. I haven't even met you. I'm seeing you guys up down the road from Dayton to Orlando to Chicago to Christina. I'm just wondering, is there anywhere you haven't worked? that you want to, and two-part question, are there any Lucha stars whose masks you haven't taken yet that you're really looking forward to taking in the future? I want to wrestle in Antarctica. That's, uh, that's my next step. That's, that's where my, I want to go. My next step, I want to wrestle on the moon. That's a great That's trip. where I want to wrestle. I want Me to too. wrestle on the moon. That's, that's my bucket list. It's the only thing on my bucket list. Just to wrestle on the moon, everywhere else. Yeah, imagine going to the moon and having a professional wrestling event. How amazing would that be? I'd be getting sweet four fifties and zero G. People reading that. we would be doing crazy things. It'd be awesome. That's that's my fantasy. That's where I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle on the moon. To be honest, I I think it's possible. 
visit our YouTube channel, search Gerwick Report Podcast, and subscribe. Hey guys, this is Jeff Myspot Podcast, MyspotPodcast.com. Question for you guys as a team. Do you guys feel like you guys, since you've innovated in pack wrestling as much as you have so far, do you think a six-man tag team titles would be something in the near future that you guys would want to try to bring into an impact? Well, if they brought him in, we'd obviously have to be the champions of the best six-man in the world today. A lot of other people want to claim we're the best six-man, but I'm saying right now that we're the best six-man in the world. Any company, any television show, it doesn't matter. So if Impact Wrestling wants to bring on some trios tag team championships, there's no problem because we're going to be the first trios tag team champions if that ever comes to be. And, and not only would we be the first, we'd be the last. I mean, because, like, let's face it, if they brought those trios tag belts in, we would never. I don't even remember the last time we. I don't even remember the last time we lost a six-man tag. It, I I don't either. Maybe maybe when maybe when we were kids, the schoolyard in Bell Fountain, Ohio. Hmm. Maybe that's one. But I don't even think we lost that fight, did we? I don't know. I'm pretty sure you and Dave probably beat someone half to death over someone because that's something you guys would do. That's something, yeah, yeah. Like, let's not talk about that. Fair enough. But, but yeah. We're, we're going to go to a question here from El Ray who wants to know what are the stories behind your tattoos? Well, Which you, ones? Have more, you have more tattoos, so if you want to explain. I've got my tattoos all over the world and I haven't ever paid a dollar for them. Because people want to tattoo me. People want their work done on the draw. People want their work done on someone that's going to be represented throughout history. Like, that's the story of my tattoos. You really don't need the story of each and every one of my tattoos because there's something that means something to me, something that means something to Jake, something that means something to Dave. There's something in the wrestling world now where it seems like wrestlers have to be completely transparent. We have to let people know about everything of our life. And I'm going to be damned if people are going to know every single thing about me. How about you just allow a little bit of a mystery and how about you just allow a little bit of fun and just watch the television show and shut your mouth? Or... Or maybe it's just things we like. Hey, Jake. Hey, uh, Sammy. I'm really curious. As far as Jake goes, what is your contract status with, with Impact? And Sammy, the same, because I know that you're working for a lot of different places. And how do those subsequent contract statuses affect each one of you? Like, if the time comes and you have to renegotiate, does the status of one have to do with the other? Is that is that a negotiating tactic that, that you all will take to impact? Contracts are just a piece of paper to me. I really don't just give a shit about contracts. I quit WWE. I quit other companies. I pretty much do what I want. That's the reason why I'm up with the three national television companies right now. It's all done. It goes wherever it wants to go. Yeah. And I help. Yeah, I smoke that friend. Stephanie from Tear Magazine again. Uh, hi, Jake. Uh, and thank you very good. It's so cool to have you back together like in December, which was already a great phone call. So here's my question. Um, Sonny, you were about to drive a man crazy, to rip the mask of another man, and at the same time, to be considered as one of the greatest creative minds in the business right now, to be uh, requested, like we do, Rich Swan uh, said this week, people want to wrestle you. People want to work with you. But no, 
had the, the data out in the world the way Hong Kong did it or other wrestlers did it. Thank you. No, we did things our own way, and that's why we are where we are. See, people want to wrestle OBE, people want to wrestle the draw Sammy Callahan, because for lack of better terms, I'm the undertaker of wrestling right now, strictly impact wrestling. If people want to be famous, they wrestle me because they know they're going to get more buzz than they ever got in their life. Look what happened to Eddie Edwards. Look what happened to LAX once they feuded with OBE. Look what's happening now to Pentagon Jr. I'm bringing him to an even bigger echelon than he was before. Anyone that wrestles me knows their bank account's going to look better at the end of the night. And that's why I can be a complete piece of shit and do what I want. People still have to continue to work with me. So we're going to go to a question from Cubby J. And this is directed right at you. He would like to know, what will you do when Toronto cheers you and boos Pentagon? Because as he said, us Canadians are a little different, eh? It's not just Canada, it's around the world. Anywhere we go, it's becoming a little more 50 50, a little more in favor of the draw. Because I'm what people want. People wanted anything back, people wanted violence, and I'm the one giving it to them. Anything that all these companies have been trying to do for years that have been failing would all they've had to do was go back to how wrestling was back in the 90s. And things would work. Now look what I'm doing. I'm bringing back some mysterious wrestling. I'm bringing back a little bit of kayfabe. And OBE collectively as a unit, we're bringing back violence. And that's going to equal more and more fans, more and more money, and more and more people are going to continue to jump on our bandwagon because it's just a cool thing to do with this one. And I know. Hey, guys. Ryan Bowen from thegrittleposition.com again. In the past decade or so, uh, there's been an incredible amount of talent that's come out of Ohio. Obviously, you guys are known as OVE. How proud of you are that of, of you? How proud are you guys of that representation all through wrestling? And do you guys take credit for well everything? Absolutely. Where we at this point, we are walking, talking, living, breathing gods in Ohio. We built up a compound. We've built up a fan base. We've built up, for lack of better terms, a cult, which people like to call it. But our cult is what's taking over wrestling right now. Look at all of our young kids that we've trained and that we've taken over our weights. They're infiltrating every major company on the planet now. There's a reason for that because it truly is Ohio versus everything. And once you're part of our cult in Ohio, you never get out. I can give you a quick follow-up question off of uh, what Ryan just asked about Ohio. There's been uh, internet reports, and I don't know if that's true or not, that neither of you two, and Jake uh, and Dave as well, even have to buy a meal in the state of Ohio. You don't have to pay for a meal. Is that true? It's not just Ohio at this point. Ohio, we pretty much get whatever we want for free anyway because any local business knows who we are. But it's like this around the world at this point. There's a reason that rich people stay rich and famous people stay famous because they don't have to pay for something. We're right at that point right now where it doesn't matter where we go, whatever business. If I just put out a tweet that I want something, I'm going to get it. Jake, same thing for you. Free meals everywhere in uh, Buckeye State. As far as the Buckeye State, absolutely. Like, three meals. Like, I, I, go, I go to the same restaurants, like the Mom and Pop deals around here in, uh, in Dayton. You know, they know me. It's pretty, kind of, it, it's pretty cool when, you, when, you, when, uh, when your state and your city recognize who you are and what you've done. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, our characters are gimmick. 
quote-unquote gimmick is we're from Ohio. We're the Ohio people. And that's what we are in real life. Like, we're, we're from Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. We love being from Ohio. I moved back from Florida. Everyone wants to live in Florida and sunny Orlando. I moved back to the cold in Ohio because Ohio is that much better a place than anywhere else on the planet. We have better people here. We look after each other. When you're from Ohio, it, I don't know if it's something in the water. I don't know if it's just bred in our in our DNA. But like, when it's, when you're from Ohio, you're by Ohio, and it's for Ohio. All right. Well, we have one final uh, question come across from uh, Jerome Ali, and it's going to go back to what we were talking about earlier. Of the three of you, who is the best golfer? Oh, Jake, most of the time, but, like, Dave, when he goes out there, Dave, Dave is other level sometimes. I just, I just got to hit shit and go with the, go with the flow, and I just got really good luck. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, it's a tough, like, golf is the, the most, um, I don't know, like, when it comes to golf, it's, it's the most difficult game I've ever played. Like, one day I can go and I can shoot pretty much damn near par. But other days, you shank them, you shank it, it, It's the hardest game I've ever played. I played baseball, football, basketball, rugby. Golf is the toughest sport I've ever played, hands down. All right, well, before we wrap it up, uh, Ryan just texted in. He wanted to know, Jake, if you think the double-breasted suit will ever make a comeback. You know, you, you, you never know. You, you never know. In this business, the one thing that says is you just never know what will happen. All right, well... Guys, I appreciate it. It is always a pleasure to talk to both of you, too. We'll, we'll give the floor to Jake to, to start up his, his final thoughts for the day. My final thought of the day is I was just happy to uh, jump on this call with my best friend, Sammy Callahan. It uh, literally brightened my day up, and uh, the sun is shining very bright here in Dayton. Just for your call, Sammy. I appreciate it. Love you, guys. Aww. Get warm, my my dark heart. I feel like the Grinch right now. Well, I mean, like you're not gonna like like bring back Christmas and stuff, right? Like, no, I just sold that shit that. years ago. Yeah, you're not selling that giving, right? No. So my final thought of the night is, and I know Jake's gonna agree with this, is everyone out there they need to tune in to Impact Wrestling tonight for the six man main event because we're putting the entire wrestling world on no mediocrity is dead. And we're going to give the people what they want to see because this is our generation taking over now. We're for our generation. We're by our generation. And everything we do at this point is going to change professional wrestling tonight. So you something truly special. You need to tune in to Impact Pop tonight and watch OVE destroy Pentagon Jr., Rich Swan, and Phoenix for the first time ever in a six-man tag match. And this match, this isn't going to be a normal tag match. We're screwed the tags at this point. This is tornado rules. We're going Lucha style. We're going all six men at the ring at once and let's see what happens. Well, Jake, I uh, particularly thank you for uh, taking time out to, to call in. I know you want to 
Say hello to Sammy. I'm super appreciative that you stuck around the whole time. Sammy, you know I'm always appreciative for you. Uh, we do butt heads a lot. Uh, that's probably the way we'll always be, but I'm very appreciative for you. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet, Ross. You can kiss my ass, too. This call is done. All righty. I will see both of you two in Toronto, and uh, let's go golfing up in Toronto. I, I challenge both of you two. All right. On you? Sammy's got a bigger, Sammy's got a bigger uh, wall, and he should, he should probably want to pay. All right, Sammy's paying for the three. Perfect. Thanks, guys. We'll see you up in Toronto. Media, we will talk to you next week. Once again, next week, we're going Tuesday with Johnny Impact and Wednesday with Austin Aries. We will talk to you 2 o'clock Eastern Time, both days. If you want to truly style and profile and tell it like it is, you got to be wearing the official t-shirt. Head over right now to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. That is the official merchandise store of Gurick.net. Eight great designs, $17.99. Plus shipping and handling will get you one of our shirts. Check them out today, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. They ship internationally, domestically, PayPal, debit, credit, you name it, they got it. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. And for the latest in pro wrestling news, keep it locked to Gurick.net, your number one source on the World Wide Web for the latest in pro wrestling news since 1997.